Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> One that I'm actively engaged in, in advocacy for, is the reduction of really, truly talking about um, the reduction of our NYPD budget and defunding a $6 billion NYPD budget. This model of saying, not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew, allows us to really reimagine what public safety should look like in our community. You know, in, in many cities in America, over one third of their city budget goes to police. So we have to have this conversation. What are we doing? Surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. So my generic point is that- Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes, uh, absolutely. And on another subject, you mentioned at the last briefing that you think Republicans wanted to defund the police because they did not support the American Rescue Plan. Which Republican ever said that they did not like the American Rescue Plan because they wanted to defund the police? Well, first, let me just note that the president ran and won the most votes of any candidate in history on a platform of boosting funding for law enforcement after Republicans spent decades trying to cut the cops program. There's record of that. That doesn't require anyone having new comments and then also stood in the way of crucial funding needed to prevent the laying off of police officers as crimes increased. That's a simple statement of fact. I understand what you're saying there. However, there are lots of examples of Democrats explicitly saying they want to defund the police. We've got Congresswoman Cory Bush, Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar. Are there any examples of Republican members of Congress saying they want to defund the police? I think most people would argue that actions are more important than words, wouldn't you say? At, well, to that point, uh, to your point there, at the time of the vote on the American Rescue Plan, you had the Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, he said he just didn't like it because he thought it was a classic example of big government democratic overreach in the name of COVID relief. And then Kevin McCarthy said he thought Democrats were using coronavirus as an excuse to justify funding pet projects. Well, where is the, here the we're going to vote against here, this because we want to defund the police? Again. I think actions speak louder than words, Peter. So if you oppose funding for the COPS program, something that was dramatically cut by the prior administration and many Republicans supported, and then you vote against a bill that has funding for the COPS program, we can let other people evaluate what that means. It doesn't require them to speak to it or to shout it out. Their actions speak for themselves. It's truly amazing. Democrats can lie as easily as they breathe. All summer long, ever since George Floyd, all we have heard from the left is defund the police. And now you have quite a few Democrats coming out and saying that it's actually the Republicans who are seeking to defund the police. Don't you find it absolutely amazing that the Democrats never, ever have a new playbook? 
It's the same thing over and over. It's so redundant. Democrats are famous for doing something improper and then trying to turn it around and say the Republicans are the ones that did it. It's ridiculous. And Saki, in her little press conference, all she did was deflect and avoid that question. She didn't give any answers because she couldn't. She couldn't name a single Republican that has ever called to defund the police. So she tries to get real slick and savvy and say, well, if you look at some of the prior bills that have been passed by Republicans, it defunded the police. Not in the same way that they want to defund the police. Maybe money was moved around and allocated to different things, but certainly they didn't try to hurt the police force, causing it to dwindle down its number of employees and making cities more unsafe. Not only do the Democrats call to defund, but some of them even say to disband completely. So Republicans have never been the ones that advocated to get rid of police, ever. They're just playing the same old game, and it really gets tiresome. Another issue is they really, I mean, if you're a Democrat, please pay attention, because they really think you guys are stupid. They think all of America's stupid. They think we're stupid, too. That we actually don't see what's going on, like we don't remember. They truly believe that we are all stupid, (laughs) it's just, I don't know how else to say it. They just, they think that we're all just a bunch of fools and we're going to believe anything they say just because the Democrats and mainstream media all are in line together and everything sounds right. Oh yeah. We never said that. No, no, no. That was the Republicans that said that. Oh really? Which ones? Please show us which ones. Oh, well we can't say by name. You know, it doesn't matter what they say. It's just by your actions. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's what you say when you have nothing to say. Saki doesn't know how to answer these questions because there is no answer for him. You're spewing lies that are easily disproved, so there is no answer. But she does a good job deflecting. I mean, maybe give her that. I just wonder if Saki goes home at night and just is angry and angry at life because of how stupid she looks every single day that she has to go up there and live in this fantasy world that has nothing to do with what's actually happening right now. So I wonder how she feels at nighttime, because to be honest, that job must suck. To have to go through all of that every day, it must not be a fun job. Changing subjects. Uh, You know, I was always pretty hopeful For the Supreme Court, the makeup looked good to me. It appeared that Trump put a couple of constitutionalists in there and they were going to help uphold the laws of the land, but they've been a disappointment, to be honest with you. I'm not very pleased with a lot of their decisions and I'm certainly not pleased with a lot of these cases that they are just deciding not to hear and whatever the lower court's judgment was letting it stand. Well, they're finally wrapping up their 2020-2021 session And apparently Joe Biden and the Democrats are not too happy with a couple of their recent decisions, one being the election laws in Arizona, letting it stand. Democrats are complaining that it's voter rights restrictions. Uh, Another one that they had an issue with was the Supreme Court struck down a decision for the uh, California law they were trying to pass. That if you're making large donations, they get to see who you are. And that didn't sit well with many people because a lot of people like to be anonymous when you're making donations. So naturally, 
Liberals and Democrats are upset with those two latest rulings. Even Joe Biden put out a statement saying, I am deeply disappointed in today's decision by the United States Supreme Court that undercuts the Voting Rights Act. Biden said, in a span of just eight years, the court has now done severe damage to two of the most important provisions of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, a law that took years of struggle and strife to secure. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the court's decision in Arizona's case is part of an unprecedented assault on voting rights. From the court before also tearing into the court over the California case, the decision in the Americans for Prosperity further harms our democracy by allowing the suffocation of the airways caused by big, dark, special interest money, Pelosi said. Uh, This torrent of dark money silences the voices of voters and prevents passage of common sense, bipartisanship, and popular legislation from gun violence prevention to climate change to LGBTQ equality. It is fundamentally anti-democratic and it cannot go unanswered. The California case was called Americans for Prosperity Foundation versus Bonita, while the Arizona case was titled Bronovich versus the Democratic National Committee. Having to identify one's own polling place and then traveling there to vote does not exceed the usual burdens of voting, Justice Samuel Alto wrote in his opinion upholding the Arizona law. Our cases have said that disclosure requirements can chill associations even if there is no disclosure to the general public, Chief John Roberts wrote in the majority opinion for the California case. While assurances of confidentiality may reduce the burden of disclosure to the state, they do not eliminate it. Some Democrats were even harsher in their response to the court's final ruling of its term, lashing with demands to pack the court. Senator Ed Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, responded specifically to the Arizona ruling, saying the alleged reduction of voting rights stemming from the decision should necessitate adding Democrat-appointed justices. Today's ruling is another blow to voting rights. We have no time to waste to protect the rights to vote. We must abolish the filibuster and pass the For the People Act and John Lewis Voting Rights Act. And we must expand the Supreme Court. And still, some have the nerve to question whether court's expansion is necessary. Representative Jones, Democrat from New York. He also said to expand the court, and it continues to go on and on from there. That was actually a Fox News article. I'm sorry I didn't say that ahead of time. Really, they're acting like a bunch of babies that didn't get their way. Just because the Supreme Court ruled correctly on Arizona's case, which is strengthening voting laws to make sure they have a secure voting system over there. Democrats obviously don't want that, and we all know why. It's no big secret. Look at the 2020 election. And as far as the California case, well, you know, a lot of people like to donate in secrecy. They don't want you knowing who donated to who and how much you're giving to a particular uh, political party or whatnot. And When the Democrats talk about dark money running things, you know, I've said this prior to this and I'll just repeat myself again. And I'm sorry if sometimes I do tend to do that, but look at how much money Mark Zuckerberg, you know, pumped into the 2020 election. Look at George Soros. How many district attorneys has George Soros helped get into office? So when they talk about dark money, they need to take a hard look at who they're actually talking about. But That, again, would kind of go back to what we were saying in the beginning of the podcast where 
they call you out for doing the very things that they're actually guilty of doing themselves. And then we have this. Nancy Pelosi taps Liz Cheney for a January 6th committee. Despite GOP leader Kevin McCarthy's threats, Cheney accepts. Now, it's pretty obvious why Cheney accepted. She has never liked Donald Trump, so anything she could do to try to hurt him further would be a goal for her. Uh, But I do find it a little bit comical that they continue on with this. It's like a bad breakup. You know, it's like either a boyfriend or girlfriend that just can't let it go. That no matter what, you're stalking them on Facebook, you're following them around, and you're wondering where, you know, your girlfriend or boyfriend went to because you just can't let them go. They just love Trump so much, they just can't let him go. They still blame him for everything. Kamala was on a couple weeks ago when she went to the border, or it was last week when she went to the border, I'm sorry, that she was blaming Trump that it's his fault that the border's in the condition that it's in. And now you got Pelosi and these idiots, they, they just can't let him go. And they want to blame him for everything. You know, they still want to blame him for the sixth. The biggest problem with the sixth is they're trying to replace an actual tragedy with a joke. 9-11 was extremely tragic. And they're trying to make it as if January 6th was more impactful than 9-11, where a group of terrorists hijacked planes, took out two of our tallest buildings in the United States, attacking the Pentagon by slamming a plane into the Pentagon. And luckily for us, you had some very brave people on the last plane, and it didn't make it to its destination, which was the White House. Thousands of innocent lives were lost that day. How many lives were lost on January 6th? I do recall one, Ashley Babbitt, but, you know, she was actually shot by somebody in there, somebody that worked for the government. They're still a little vague on who did that. Don't really want to release the information on that, but she seemed to be the only one that died. Now, did a lot of police officers get hurt during that? Sure they did. A lot of the Capitol Police got hurt, and it's absolutely wrong, the people that were hurting the police. I don't think we should have stormed the Capitol. I don't think that was right in any way, shape, or form. I do understand why they did it. I do understand the frustration. Lots of people didn't do anything. They just kind of walked in and walked out. Should have never happened. However, that is no replacement for 9-11. I know they want you to believe that because that's how deep their hate is for Donald Trump. They want you to associate Donald Trump with January 6th. They want his face plastered on that date. They want it to be the day where, look what Donald Trump inspired. He inspired an insurrection. They were trying to overtake the government. (laughs) Oh, yeah, really. I mean, they look like they tried real hard. I mean, give me a break. So now... Pelosi decides to create this supposed bipartisan committee and Liz Cheney's supposed to be the bipartisan one? (laughs) Sure. And they're going to investigate into January 6th even more. I'm sure that it's going to be very bipartisan. I'm sure their minds aren't already made up and I'm sure they're not going to just go out of their way to make Donald Trump look like a villain. (laughs) Of course, right? (laughs) All this is a waste of time. It's just dumb. It's a waste of time. Everything that they're doing, you're wasting our tax dollars on these endless investigations that will produce no fruit. I'm sorry, no matter how hard you try, Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong there. 
Everybody that did do something wrong has been arrested. They have plenty of people that are being prosecuted right now for what they did do with the Capitol. Trump wasn't one of them. Telling people to go down and peacefully protest, go down there and let their voices be heard, I'm sorry, that's not an incitement of violence. I don't care. If it was, then you might as well say, hey, say thank you. And that's an incitement of violence. He said thank you. He said thank you. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, that's how stupid that is. It's just dumb. So I'm sure that's going to continue to flare up. I'm going to make a prediction, which I never do. But I'm going to make a prediction. I'll check back. Hopefully I remember when the time comes because it's over a year out. But I'm going to be willing to bet January 6th and the fact that the Senate voted against even talking about federal voting laws, I'm going to be willing to bet. I'm going to put money. I'll make my prediction that those are going to be very big highlights for the Democratic Party going into 2022. They're going to try to use those and weaponize those against their Republican opponents and say, oh, look what they did. Look at how bad they are. Oh, they supported January 6th. They supported the orange man. Oh, they're bad. And look, they didn't want to make our voting laws safer. Bad Republicans. I I would bet anything that those are going to be two hot topics for them to go up against their challengers with. Otherwise... Uh, If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It helps me grow even faster. Would greatly appreciate it. You know, this weekend is July 4th. I will be celebrating. I hope all of you are celebrating the same. Happy birthday, America. Should be a good one. I got quite a bit of fireworks for the kids. I'm hoping to come out of it with at least nine fingers. You know, if I lose one, I guess I can give up one. But more than one, it seems to get a little tricky. You know, I'd like to keep most of them if I could. But I'm going to try to have some fun, do the American thing. I'm not not eating meat. We're going to be grilling hot dogs and hamburgers like everybody does and trying to have some fun with the kids. I hope you guys do the same thing. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, you know, Be responsible. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive for sure. Definitely go out and celebrate, though, because this is a country worth celebrating. So it's important that you do so. We are the freest nation in the world, and I would like it to stay that way. I think most of you would, too. If you'd like some additional content, check me out on Rumble. I do my little quick videos on there. They're a little bit more uh, comedic than this is. This is a little more serious, although I do say some reckless things sometimes. Um, Also, you can follow me on Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, CloudHub, Little Joe's CC, Gab at Little Joe's Corner, Parlor at Joe Little. I really got to get it together with the names. I've been getting so many complaints like, why do you have 20 different names? And I, I, I totally get it. It's just that all the names I was going for were taken on different platforms. But I'm going to try to unify them here shortly and just do one streamlined name so it's not so uh, difficult and I'm all over the place here. Otherwise, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to my website, littlejoecc.com. There's a contact section. You can leave me a message there. Besides that, have a great 4th of July. I will see you on Tuesday.